Blog Talk Radio. Ignite your life with passion and purpose. Your health, your wealth, your happiness. Make it good. This is Modern Love with Dr. Brenda Wade. Here we are. Welcome, everybody, to Modern Love. And we have one of our favorite Modern Love family members back with us today. Welcome back, Mr. Brian Reeves. Now, that's Brian with a Y, B-R-Y-A-N, because you're going to want to look him up and stay connected with him. Our guest is one of our favorite people because he talks real talk about issues of modern masculinity. Mm-hmm. What does it mean to be a modern man? He's a visionary blogger, and he's going to share some of the lessons from his own journey. He went from being a military soldier to a spiritual warrior, and he's going to reveal some juicy truth about what it means to be a liberated man in our evolving world. Brian is currently lighting up the web with his humorous, insightful work, which appears on sites like The Daily Love, Elephant Journal, and more. Welcome back, Brian. Hi. Thank you, Dr. Wade. It's always an honor to speak with you. I really appreciate what you're doing in the world. So it's an honor. Thank Thank you. you. And we know each other well enough now. Just call me what everybody else calls me, Dr. B, please. (laughs) Dr. B, okay. There you go. Now, I understand we just have to start with... You're going to be offering some new classes. One of them is called uh, Ouch to Amazing or From three, three F This to, to F, and, and we all know how to spell the F word. Yeah. <laughs> well, three, three ways. Yeah, next Tuesday I'm offering a free teleseminar, three ways in honor of Valentine's Day that now, that, a lot that of people may download yeah. this, may download this after okay. Valentine's Day, but you know what? Uh, I'll bet Brian's going to have that class recorded somewhere absolutely. for you, or he'll offer it again. If you miss it, don't feel like you've missed out. You go right to his website, brianreeves.com. Find out about it. Now, let's yes. talk about love, because yes. this is all about modern love, and you have a take on it that you know lights up my world, lights up Mm. everything for me, Brian. So Mm. you've been covering topics like the sexiest three words a man can say to a woman or Mm. six things an evolved man wants from a woman. Or how about this one? Why men can't be friends with women they're attracted Mm. to and maybe why some can. So let's talk about love from your perspective. First, Tell us a little about you and how you got to this evolutionary stance yeah. of a man and what you want to say to, this is for people in heterosexual relationships, to women Absolutely. about men and men about women. And you know, if you've got some same gender relationship advice, you know, we welcome all at this program. This is for everybody. Absolutely, and 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 I, I speak as a heterosexual man. But the thing that I've really woken up to is that 
there is a, a masculine essence and a feminine essence in all of us, in men and women, uh, straight, gay, bi, trans, whatever. These energies are, are, are within all of us. And, you know, I, I came to appreciate how important it is to be aware of these dynamics because I was raised by women. I'm a young man raised by women primarily. And, and I got into relationships, you know, throughout my whole adult life. I, I just turned 40 not long ago. And through my whole adult life, you would think that I would know how to do intimate relationships with women really well because I grew up around them. I had no idea how to do an intimate relationship with a female, with a feminine, not even female, but with a feminine person. Now, why not, Brian? Why not? Why is it? And I know a lot of men, and there are a lot of women thinking, yeah, you didn't learn. Okay, so so why not? (laughs) Let's talk. Well, the reason why is because I was raised uh, in a culture in which women were encouraged to become more masculine, right? Because we war- we we, um, we reward masculine behavior in our culture, you know, competition, achievement, uh, outward external success, right? Individualistic behavior, um, we reward that, and uh, financially even, and. Um, you know, all the money is made in, in sciences, kind of the, the masculine pursuits, athletics, sciences. Politics, yeah, and even work. even a woman who is in those pursuits won't get paid the same as a man. Right, right. So the so women have learned that if they're going to be rewarded by society and, and, and succeed uh, and, and pay their bills and be able to be independent, they have to develop more of their masculine energy. And so I grew up in that milieu, as most men did, and I also grew up with fathers. You know, I had a father, and I also had a stepfather married to my mom and my stepmom. And my dads, they, had, they also were clueless about how to be strong, mature, masculine men to their, their feminine wives. And so it's like my, my moms were more the men in the family than my dads were. And so I grew up uh, knowing how to relate to women as a brother, as a son, as a friend, and kind of as a as a feminine man, even though I'm I'm more of a masculine person in my in my being, like. Uh, but but so then I go into these intimate relationships with women as an adult, and they're expecting this masculine love, this masculine presence, and I don't know what that even feels like. And so yeah, even I, after and, being in the military, because I know we've talked about your time in the military and how that forced you into right. almost a shutdown mode. Well, that's right. That's another interesting perspective on this because what the, the, the masculinity that we see demonstrated out in our culture, in athletics, in uh, the military, in even in politics, and in, in the way that it's expressed in war. I mean, there's there's also this other side that, that men that that are that want to be more thoughtful, that have uh, more of a sensitive side, look at the way masculinity is expressed and say, I do not want to be like that that aggression, that immature expression of masculine energy that really is repress, repressive towards feminine uh, being. And so, you know, we even, we, it's like we just we reject our own masculinity while um, not really knowing how to dance with, with feminine partners. I mean, it, we're so, now, so disoriented. Now, feminine energy. What would you say? Yeah. This is feminine energy. You just gave us a description yeah. of masculine. You talked about achievement-oriented, aggressive, yeah competitive, how would you yeah. describe 
feminine energy? Well, so, you know, masculine energy is, is great. It's, it's the thing in us that wants to solve problems all the time, right? It wants to just kind of figure out the world and solve problems. And it, it's always searching for this experience of freedom. Whereas feminine energy is, is the energy within us that is concerned with relatedness, with relationship right, with community, with connection, with love. It's that part of us that's always seeking the experience of love. So what happens is you have a lot of, a lot of men in our culture today that, that we've been taught, even a thoughtful men in particular, we've been taught that um, it's like we're taught two things. We're taught both to reject feminine energy because it's, it, we see it as weak and, you know, vulnerability equals weakness is, a, is the story we hear. Don't cry. Don't be a little girl. Don't be like a girl. Don't be a sissy. You know, all those things. Um, we're taught that emotions, you know, um, emotional expression is, uh, is a very feminine, it's a feminine aspect of the body is our emotional uh, aspect versus the masculine aspect is the intellect. Yeah. Now, for people and, who are wondering how does that play out in a relationship, yeah. What would you say, Brian? Because how does this help or hurt us in relationships? Especially, well, so, you know, you talk yeah. about sexual connection. Yeah. And by the yeah. way, one of Brian's yeah. most popular blogs, everybody, is why men should give up pornography. Interesting. Yeah. So talk yeah. to us about how that helps and hurts, if you're in the masculine yeah. or the feminine. Well, so so when you have two people whether it's a man and a man or a man and a woman, but when you have two people in relationship or a woman and a woman that are really locked into their, their masculine expression because they're denying their, their the feminine aspect of their soul, you've got two people that are in their heads all the time and they're just all they're living with each other through their ideas and in their heads. Nobody, there's no body present. So, you know, this is where the, the life the life force of a relationship just kind of goes away after a time because there's no polarity. You got two masculine people butting heads over their ideas, right? Both people want to be respected for their thoughts. So they just live at the, at the, at the, what I call the, the, the level of the complaint at the, the, the intellectual level. And they just, they're just battling. It's like a battling of minds and, and nobody's bringing, the body to the relationship. There's no sensuality. There's no embodied being, right? The emotional aspect. This is this happens to men all the time. Men check out of relationships. I hear that complaint from women a lot that their men are checked out, and this is because men. Uh, remember, I said earlier that that the masculine partner wants to, like it, we we solve problems. Like our 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 joy in life is to solve problems. Right. I mean, we solve business problems. We solve in sports. We solve the problem of the defense, the score goals. We solve. We want to climb Mount Everest because it's a problem to solve, and uh, the scientific problems of the day. We want to figure everything out. But then we get into an intimate relationship with a feminine partner, and we want to solve them as a problem, and that don't work because our feminine, feminine, our feminine partners are not problems to be solved. Right. So, yes. Hello. Hello. <laughs> right. So, and, and men don't men right men don't get that. We don't understand that, and we that's All why right, we so call what's women. What's the answer? What is the answer? Because yeah. I know you fought long and hard oh, yeah. about this, Brian. So, yeah. if we've got somebody who's looking at the other partner as a problem yeah. to be solved but can't yeah. be solved, then yeah. that's going to throw the person in the masculine 
yeah. right back into what you talked about earlier, that yeah. whole business of I, I've got to solve it, but I can't. So does that yeah. throw yeah. the master partner into failure? What have we got? Yeah. Well, yeah, the, what, what we are learning as a culture, it's inevitable. We have to. I mean, we're destroying the planet otherwise, but we've got to learn to embrace our own feminine aspect. You know, what, what we reject inside, we will reject outside. And so this, the, the way that we reject women and we de- depreciate a woman's value really worldwide in all kinds of ways it's because we reject our own internal feminine essence as well. Both men and women do this. And, and because, we've, again, we've been taught that that internal feminine essence is that weakness is, you know, it's, it's, it's bad somehow to be feminine. And so what men and what our masculinity, I mean, I say men, but it's really the masculine nature in all of us is learning and must learn to do, and this is what I'm so passionate. I love working with men in particular. I love working with men and women because I love working on both sides of this dynamic. But with men, men need to learn how to embrace feminine energy without trying to, to shrink her into a solvable thing, right? Yeah, it's and like, you also say that hiding... Weakness kills men. Yeah, that's right. And that's another way that we deny our, our internal feminine uh, essence, that, that we disconnect from our lives because we live up in our heads. We live up in these stories of who we think we're supposed to be. And that's just a story, and it's disconnected from the, from the wisdom in our heart and the truth in our emotional, our emotional truth. You know, and that's, you know, again, being in the military – I saw that, you know, right now military veterans are committing suicide at an alarming rate because... Yeah, one every 20 minutes. Mm -hmm. We've been taught, don't feel your body. Don't feel your emotions. There's no wisdom there. All of the wisdom is in your head. And that's where actually all the insanity is. Mm -hmm. And so, right, and so, you know, what I love working with men in particular is helping men really come home to themselves and and learn how to love their feminine partners in their fullness, how to not take personally how how their feminine partners may lash out or, or speak or strike out or communicate and, and or emote in all these ways. It's like as men we must learn how to hold our partners in their fullness, how to be with them and be like be that be that sturdy, strong container within which our feminine partners can can do her dance whatever that looks like now how right? does that benefit the masculine partner how does that benefit the feminine now it sounds you know from yeah. my perspective as a feminine woman that makes sense yeah. you know being yeah. held and dancing hey let's get started but what, yeah. how does that benefit yeah. the man here because we're we're looking well, to you for some wisdom about evolved masculinity brian well, well, that's our birthright. It's like it's what we were here to to live out. I mean, that masculine energy that we carry in our bodies, that testosterone that that courses through our veins, that has us. You know, we long to be a strong stand in the world for something. I mean, men will die for this idea of freedom. We will die. We will. Like, like we will die for a challenge, and and the feminine is the ultimate challenge. 
is the ultimate mystery. And the thing that us, us, but the thing is, us men, because no one's ever taught us this stuff, we, you know, it's like we we want to confine ourselves to solving solvable problems because it's just, all right. So, so give us some answers to concrete things because we want people. Okay. It takes right. everything you're Very saying. Abstract. How? No, no, no. It's okay. We're going to bring it home. How okay. to be in this masculine container? Yeah. Bring that masculine energy and that strength. And yeah. then, how do you complement a woman? Yeah. So I guess here's a fun kind of metaphor. You know, imagine masculine energy is 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 the is is a. Um, let's start with the feminine energy. Imagine. Feminine energy. This is one aspect of the feminine energy. is is like is like a, a dancer, right? A woman dancing. She's just dancing in her flow. The masculine energy is like the pole around which she dances, right? And so, I mean, one of the mm-hmm. one of them. So you're talking pole you know, dancing here. I get it. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Right. I to be. go there. <laughs> because one one of, one of the things that men live for is to see a woman happy. Like one of the greatest gifts that a woman can ever give a man is her happiness, her smile, her joy, her radiance, her light, right? And so, and and when a man thinks that he had something to do with it, like that is just that's just the, the greatest thing that we can ever experience as a man in a relationship, right? Making okay, our woman so happy. Okay, so men want to make women happy, and how do Absolutely. you recommend that a man yeah. show up in a way yeah. that he can do that? And I'm well, speaking you know that, as somebody, you know, I'm speaking as a woman who's yeah. been in relationship with men who were not healed in their masculine, could yeah. not be the pole I danced around, and feeling yeah. very, very wounded by that unhealed masculine. So talk to me. Yeah, yeah a lot of men want, want the woman to be the pole, can move around and emote. Mm-hmm. Um, well, how did you know? <laughs> yeah, because I was that man before. I wanted my woman to be the strong one and to and to cherish my feelings. Well, men, we got to realize that our our women, our feminine partners, they they want their feelings cherished. You know, they want to be heard. They want to be I mean, not just heard intellectually, but heard with our own hearts. They want to you know, when they're you know, men often struggle when their women talk so much. Just let's just take that for example. You know, women they're talking so much and men are kind of like, well, "What the hell are you talking about and what's the point?" Why are you telling me this? What's the point? What are you getting at? You know, which drives a woman crazy. She doesn't appreciate that. And so one of the things that us men can do is just be I have her. no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, most men don't either. And so... <laughs> so back so, up for a second. Tell us, yeah. tell us yeah, yeah, how yeah. a man should compliment a woman from your perspective. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's a great question. Men, our power is in our heart. And complimenting a woman from the place of heart without any agenda attached to it, like a lot of men will will compliment a woman when they want something from her. And being able to just say, wow, you look amazing or you're beautiful or with no agenda and no – when I say no agenda, I mean not even to acknowledge or smile – back, right? Because a lot of men offer compliments and they want something for it, whether it's a smile or a phone number or a, or a whatever. 
but being able to just genuinely whatever see, it's spelled S E X Brian or that and that it was ultimately <laughs> that all right but being able being able to just see see the beauty that a woman is radiating in a moment and to just acknowledge that um is just with again with no attachment to getting anything for it is is a, is one of the gifts that a man can give to a woman Hmm. Okay, so the compliment that is given without wanting anything in return yeah. is the right kind of compliment. Now, it's the only kind of genuine compliment. Okay, so what are the three sexiest words that a woman yeah. can say to a man? Ah, that a woman can say to a man. Well, it's funny. A lot of people think, you know, let's have sex. Or, you know, I, I hear that from guys now here's your sandwich. Like that's not sexy. That's just that's adolescent thinking. Uh, you know what? What men want to hear from a woman is, "I trust you." Mm. Trust you. Mm. They want to hear. They want to hear, "I trust you." I mean, that's the thing that that speaks to a man. It's like when a woman says, "I trust you," she's saying, "I can relax in your presence because I know I feel held by you," and that speaks to our our masculine mission to to protect to provide to create that safe place for the the feminine part for our feminine partner. I get that because when I'm working with couples, you know, I'm doing a lot of retreats and classes and sometimes private coaching with couples, one of the points I've noticed is a healing point is when the feminine partner can say to the masculine partner, I feel safe with you. Yeah. And yeah. it's like everything shifts. And there's does, some work yeah. for the masculine partner to do to get there and some work yeah. for the feminine partner to get. Because most yeah. feminine partners, in my experience, have suffered those wounds we talked about earlier. And then yeah. we come with the masculine partner with all the wounds to the masculinity it takes work. So what is the most important work that you would say, this is what men and masculine people should do, and this is what you've learned on your journey, and this is what helps yeah. feminine heal and connect? What do you say? I think, you know, men, if we're talking about men in particular, men, because men are very wounded today. You're right. I mean, a lot of men are triggered even by what I do and say because a lot of men would say, well, what about me? You know, who's looking out for me? It's like, Brian, you, you, you're writing and you want men to take all the burden. Um, but what about me? And I don't disagree with that. I mean, what I find is that men, you know, Dr. B, the thing that I really appreciate about all of this is that we are all, all innocent. We're innocent in our ignorance. No one ever taught us this stuff. And in men in particular, we have generations of men that had no elder men showing us the way into a mature masculinity. And I think men's work, men being in community and conversation with thoughtful men that can talk about things other than just sports, fighting, work, alcohol, and women, Right, that can talk about the different <laughs> things in their lives, that can be vulnerable with each other, that is some of the most important work that men can do. Right? Holding each other accountable to to higher 
uh, expressions of our of our being of, of being more responsible in the world and being even expanding our capacity to love and to, and to be strong while while paradoxically allowing for our vulnerability also so mm. and so men being in conversation with other men that again it's like we support each other in strength but allow for our vulnerability also that's so important all right so what about women and women, women think, need to do because there've been a, there yeah. are so many women who say to me, "I can't open up to a man because I've been hurt, I've been lied to, cheated on, you yeah. know, physically or sexually abused, and yeah. I just can't open up." I get that, and and so, yeah, I get that, and a lot of women have, as a result, they've the masculine shell of protection, and ironically, that keeps out what it is they're yearning, dying to experience. And so I think for women, the invitation is to to really deeply connect with their own feminine energy. A lot of women think that if I'm if I'm going to allow my feminine energy, then the world is going to take advantage of me. And I think that women don't realize that feminine energy is wildly powerful. Wildly powerful. Um and I can vouch woman, for that. Absolutely. A woman deeply connected to her feminine essence is, she is a formidable formidable force in the world. I mean, the, the goddess Kali from the, the Hindu religion is that she's the, she's the goddess that, you know, cuts off heads and she's the, she's the, the great destroyer and creator. And, and I mean, this feminine energy is, is deeply powerful and a woman connected to her femininity will not be taken advantage of by anybody. And what... What have you found helps women to connect to their feminine energy? Yeah. What's the most important thing? Like men need to talk to other men and learn to be in vulnerable conversations with men. And for women yeah. to own their do the power. Do the things that make you feel like a woman. If that's mm-hmm. dancing, if it's painting, if it's, you know, if it's being in nature a lot. I mean, do the things. When I ask women, you know, what do you do that makes you feel like a woman? You know, a lot of women, they'll say, well, I paint or I dance or they'll, they'll say these sort of embodied artful expressions. And then I say, well, when was the last time you did it? A lot of women will say, I don't remember. I don't remember the last time I did this thing that makes me feel like a woman. Well, that's such a, 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 a an obvious pathway to being in your womanhood is do the things that make you feel like a woman. And again, a lot of women are like, well, I don't have time. I got to work. I got to be productive. I have to make money. Well, those are, again, all masculine ways of being, and there's nothing wrong with them. But if you want to connect with your femininity, you've got to do the things to act out, to express yourself in ways that make you deeply, deeply feel feminine. Hmm. Yes. Yes, that makes sense. And part of that is those things that make most women feel feminine are also relaxing they're also nurturing. It's feeling stressed and feeling, as you said, wrapped in this hard outer shell is exhausting. And most women are working, you know, either the double shift or, you know, working in this super, super high-powered way. And bam, there goes all the energy. So fatigue, I want to just say this to all the feminine people listening, whether you're a feminine man or a woman who's feminine, I want to say this. 
it's really important to notice whether you feel tired. If you feel tired all the time, then what Brian is saying about doing the things that help you feel that flow, help you feel relaxed, and there's a bunch of research that simple things make a difference. Baths, long hot baths, taking a shower with something that smells good, taking a walk and relaxing and breathing. So just sign yourself up. Sign yourself up on a regular basis for nourishment. I have to say that because, Brian, I had to cure myself of overworking and being tired all the time because it worked against me as a feminine woman. Yeah, 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 and our... Our culture is set up against it. It's set up totally biased against feminine expression, and 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 our women, my goodness, you know, I we really need our women to embody and express and give that. And speaking of gift body, to the planet. Yeah, speaking of body, tell us about yeah. confident sexuality. Confident sexuality, mm-hmm. yummy. Well, uh, confident sexuality. Well, I think that's you. You, you touch on, on something really interesting because we are again a lot of shame in our sexuality. Um, but what specifically are you pointing at? You know, what, it's one of the concepts that I know you talk about, and you were talking about sexuality being a one brisket. Yeah, I I went on your blogosphere and pulled some notes off, and this one struck me. Okay. Confident sexuality. You say sexuality is a wondrous gift. It's yeah. nothing to be ashamed of. Yeah. And, of course, everybody, almost everybody, I don't know anybody who didn't get some kind of shaming message yeah. about their sexual. My favorite, I have to tell you, yeah. my parents took me to Sunday school every Sunday. And the Sunday yeah. school teacher took all the girls in the class down in the basement one Sunday morning kind of behind all the choir robes in this corner, and she had her finger to her lips. I thought, oh, my God, I was really frightened. I was seven years old. She Mm. said, you girls are wearing shiny patent leather shoes. Those are bad because boys could look at your shoes and see your underwear. Oh, wow. I went home and put dirt on my shiny patent leather shoes because God forbid. So and, talk and, about feeling and, ashamed. And notice, no, I mean, that's so perfectly, that's such a perfect metaphor as well as to what's happening because we, we make women diminish their light. You literally put mud on your light because of sexual hmm. Hmm. right? And, and, and that is, that is that light, that expression of light, that is a feminine gift to the world, light. I mean, women put literally glittery things on their body to cast more light, right? And you literally put mud on that because of the sexual shame. I mean, it's, yep. it's, it's fascinating. It's fascinating. It is fascinating. And how does that get healed so we can have what you call confident yeah. Well, I'll give you an example. I'm working with, so I'm working, one of my clients right now that I'm coaching is a man, and he hasn't been in a relationship in a long time. And he, one of the things, he wants to be in a relationship. And one of the things that he does, and I know because I did this my whole life as well, was he'll compliment a woman, but while he's complimenting her, he'll say, you know, I, I'm not hitting on you. I, this isn't sexual or anything. I just want you to know this. And, I, and I, I'm asking him, why do you do that? 
why not allow your sexuality to be present, but don't make her responsible for doing anything with it, but just allowing it to be. And that's what, again, so many, especially thoughtful men and women, we want to unplug our sexuality when we're with each other because we're so afraid of it, right? And so and one of the things that I, I've played with also with myself is allowing my sexuality to be present in, in my interactions with women. Just And when I say allowing it to be present, I mean... It's just it's just an energy in the body, and it's so juicy and yummy and feeling that sexual polarity with someone, whether you're at the grocery store or a yoga class or in conversation or wherever, just allowing it to be, not trying to castrate myself internally, not trying to explain it away or allowing it to be, but at the same time, not making anyone responsible to do anything with it, right? Mm-hmm. Like, and that's a that's an art form, and I think that's as a culture, confident sexuality is just that. It means allowing our sexuality to be what it is, without being ashamed of it, uh, without 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 castrating ourselves, uh, explaining it away, but also without making anyone else responsible to do anything about it. All right. Well, Brian Reeves, I always love to talk with you because you have. Such a radically authentic view of being present as a man, as a woman, being in your sexuality, letting go of shame. All of these things point to a lot of freedom and permission to just be yourself, everybody. So, Brian, I want to let everybody know that you've got these great classes going on, three ways to take your relationship from ouch to amazing, or from F this to F, period. And yeah, yeah. You, everybody, you can get hold. You can get hold of Brian by going to Brian, and that's with a Y, brianreeves.com, everyone. And I want you to know that next week, you, you listening, our audience, are going to be our special guest. You get to call in and ask your questions, because we're going to do something completely new. It'll be right after Valentine's Day, and you get to ask me your questions about love. Now, I don't have that much experience in love. I myself have been married two times. I've made a lot of mistakes, and I can tell you how to avoid some of the mistakes I made because I've learned better so I can do better. And I've only written four books and done a ton of research and worked with probably thousands and thousands and thousands, I'm not kidding you, thousands of people being on tour and and TV shows, et cetera. So call in with your question next week, or you can tweet it at us or Facebook us the question at Dr. Brenda Wade. And, Brian, thank you so much, and thank you to our great producer, LeGrand Green, Thank you to our associate producer, Cliff Dunning. Both men who are evolved, and so are you, Brian. Thanks for being with us again. Blessings, everyone. My, my honor. Thank you. Thank you. Blessings. <laughs>